Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Get it off quick enough with Will Anderson coming off the edge. Under immediate pressure off the edge and cannot escape. Will Anderson. Oh my gosh. Tyree Wilson almost able to take the handoff. He was there so quickly. Feeling the pressure and is sacked. And that was Tyree Wilson. The leader for that defense. Nowhere to go. Miles Murphy makes the stop. Swarmed again and sacked. Miles Murphy. They flush him and sack him. Big Miles Murphy like a freight train. Let's talk defenders of the draft. Uh, well, there's defenders of the draft that are in the draft. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. It's Thursday, April 18th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, Peter Schrager. What did we think of Will Anderson in the show last hour? It was awesome. It was so nice to have him. We always have guys kind of come remote coming on through Zoom to have one of the prospects in studio. That big smile he had the whole time. You could just feel the excitement coming off him for this draft. It's mm-hmm. one thing when you get the quarterbacks. They come in polished. Mm-hmm. They know all the talking points. I remember a couple of years ago, we had a couple of players. We had Rashawn Gary in studio, mm-hmm. and he was a personality. And then we had Quinn and Williams who came in with braces, checking his phone. I'm like, this is a young... And now to see these guys a few years later, yeah. they're just yeah. absolute beasts and monsters once they get in the NFL building. Will Anderson, uh, super nice. You say he's got this mean streak. Yeah. I can't imagine it the way he was so gentle oh. with us in studio. I know. I know. Kyle, your thoughts on the fishing pole sack celebration? I just like that he was immediately saying, oh, I'm doing a sack celebration. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, well, no, i got to put in my work. Celebrate with no, my teammates. I, have it. I already have it ready. <laughs> no, I'm not going to celebrate with my teammates. Listen, I'm going to go. i got to get a Bass Pro Shop sponsorship, God willing. I can't wait to see him. It's awesome. Let's talk about some of the other star names in the draft this year on the defensive side of the ball. Time for Lee Block. Lee Block. Uh, let's take a look, a gander at Peter Schrager's mock draft one point. Uh, here are the defenders he has off the board in the first round. You see Will Anderson Jr. is the first. Um, zero off-the-ball linebackers, six edge rushers, including, of course, Alabama to the Cardinals, and then uh, Tyree Wilson. But we're going to pick apart 
uh, these names in a minute. Intrigue. Let's talk intrigue defenders from this year's draft. Players that you think could shape the outcome, specifically of the first round. Kyle, you get to go first. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Carter in a runaway. Mm-hmm. A runaway. You want to talk about a not safe pick. It's a perfect dichotomy here because Jalen Carter from Georgia, just the physical monster. And there's all of this almost Bo Jackson-esque lore about his upbringing. And he reportedly dunked a basketball when he was in fifth grade and he scored touchdowns on offense in college and defense and he's the perfect specimen and then there's the other part and this is where this is the eye of the storm of the nfl draft you know the off the field thing but we've kind of even moved past that recently uh rick spielman who we all respect from the 33rd team says look i don't think he plays very hard all the time all right there's that So you have to leave the combine because you have issues that you're dealing with. So you have your pro day, and you think your pro day for Jalen Carter would be, that's perfect. This is show up. It's physical. Just Mm -hmm. dominate everybody. Blow them away. Has to stop in the middle of his drills because, quote, was breathing heavily. That's not great. Mm -mm. He apparently significantly uh, heavier than he was recently. Um, Still hasn't run a 40. Didn't bench press? We just don't know any of that stuff. There's an article I read this morning that's fascinating. So this is this is like the most talented defensive freak in the draft. And there's an article this morning about the Bears at nine and how it would be a blessing and a curse if he falls to him at nine. Mm. Not just a blessing, like, oh, my God, sprint up and put the pick in. Kind of a curse in that we have to take him at nine, but we're uncomfortable and we had a whole plan to get offense or an offensive line or a corner. But if Jalen Carter's the Bears at nine, this Matt Eberflus defense put him at defensive tackle. But no, it's a curse. That's what's fascinating to me. Also, look, we've talked about this. No visits outside the top ten, people drafting. So it's not only you bet on yourself and everything, but like, what if team number 11 was like, well, we wanted to trade up, but he didn't want to meet with us. It's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Peter, I think you have him going to Detroit. Is that right? Six, but I didn't, know, six. I didn't know what to do with him because he might be the best player in this draft. The best player. Best player. In and the- yet we're hearing, I don't know, if he falls to nine, you, you have the burden of having to take him. That's I had, fascinating. I had an NFL GM tell me there is Jalen Carter in this draft, there is Bryce Young in this draft, and there's a bunch of other players. Mm-hmm. So you're wow. telling me that that's the blue chip, and then Bijan Robinson was like right up there also. But if you're telling me Jalen Carter is the blue chip guy, NFL teams are proud enough to say, okay, let us get him in our building mm-hmm. and let us have our people there. Now, that was college, that was in campus, that was close to his hometown. Yep. Who knows what was going on there? Bring him to Detroit. Let Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn get their hands on him. Bring him to Seattle. Let John Schneider and Pete Carroll give him in their environment. Don't ever take for granted an NFL team's ability to spot talent and say they're just, I hate to say the word, arrogant enough. They're just yeah. smart say it. to say, don't worry, that's we'll build their structure. We will build it and we'll make it. And there are so many times where that has been the, the line of thinking and it has been a swing and a miss. And that there's so many times where there's these character red flags. They go to the NFL, and all of a sudden, here we are, and this guy's an all-pro, and he's making $100 million on a second contract. Mm -hmm. I think Jalen Carter is by far the most fascinating defensive prospect Mm. in this draft because I think he is the best talent in this draft. And yet, if you're a team who is like, you know what, let someone else deal with all that off the field. Uh It's not going to be our problem. We don't want to risk it. I don't need it. Yeah, I understand that. that. I'm six to Detroit. He could fall all the way to 10 to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And he might fall out of the top 10. Whether he took the visits or not, we'll see. The draft is a very fickle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I would agree with you. I, I think he is the most fascinating just because of the best player in the draft. We're saying a gift and a curse at nine. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the DBs, Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon. These two guys go back and forth. I remember Schrager's last week got up there and he said, hey, everybody's talking about Witherspoon to be the first DB off the board. I'm telling you today, this Christian Gonzalez kid, there's a lot of chatter being had about him and his ability. He's big. He's long. Versatility to play inside, to play outside. Mm and a straight playmaker. And then you turn on some highlights from Witherspoon and you see some of the same things. You see him not only making plays on the ball down the field, you see him blowing guys up and just fluid with his hips, in and out of breaks, all of the special things you see in DB traits. Schrager just told us, hey, he has Gonzalez going at nine to the Bears and Witherspoon going 14 to the New England Patriots. These are two teams that need help in the secondary. And I'm excited to see which one goes first. I think it's always a lot of fun when you have DB at the top of the draft and whichever teams they go one ends up in Chicago one ends up in Massachusetts and Foxborough throughout their careers we'll be comparing them we'll be saying hey mm-hmm. this one's doing that one that one's doing that Derek Stingley sauce Gardner last year is it apples to apples or is it like our scheme it matters more and his build works for us or when you're looking at it as a former defensive yeah. back do you see it and say all right I'm picking a cornerback who do I rather have a or b or is it each team might have a different need each team, I won't say a different need, but you all, you want to get a guy that fits the style that you plan on playing. But at the same time, when you're drafting a guy this high in the first round, you want to get a guy that you can play in multiple schemes. If I'm a general manager, you don't know who your coach is going to be in the future. So at the same time, the defense may struggle one year, and now we're bringing in a totally different coordinator who doesn't want to play a zone scheme, who wants to play man. So if I'm drafting a DB high, top 15 in the draft, I want to get a guy who can do a little bit of everything. A guy who can get in your face and play press, but a guy who understands the game enough who can play off and be able to read routes and be able to play zone and break mm-hmm, on the ball mm-hmm. and make plays. So I want a guy that can do a little bit of everything because he can withstand transition no matter what we do schematically as a team. Mm, versatility and then you can use it as the years go on. On the known commodity scale, I feel like what we're looking at, the guys closer to the line, you have Jalen Carter and you have Will Anderson yep. and somewhere in the middle falls Tyree Wilson mm-hmm. for me because uh, he wasn't able to work out at the combine. He broke his foot back in November, but he's also 6'6 six, six and 270. And, uh, Peter, can you confirm or deny that you were the one to bestow the nickname the Condor on him at the combine? I came to, to see this man with his wings, so I said, you look like oh, a condor. Let's take a look at that video, because okay. we have it. Here we go. All right, Peter, so walk us through what happened here. I said, I am six foot three and have some sort of wingspan. I said, I'm going to get behind you like in oh the movie God, Titanic. <laughs> and look at this guy. That's, and I'm a big guy. <laughs> Dwarfs Didn't want to hold it there for very long, did you? Dwarfs me. <laughs> I hear the Celine on the background. I know. Peter, his heart will go on. Tomorrow, yeah. Tyree Wilson's on the show. I think we're going to have to recreate that, but I want Trigger to be in the front, obviously. I'll be in the front. You want to be Rose? Me, <laughs> you can still see my hips in that one, but just yeah. Yeah, No, but the Tyree Wilson thing, uh, he's coming out of Texas Tech. There's some argument that he is, uh, he might be right there with Will Anderson the closer we get in terms of first mm-hmm. guys off the board from a defender standpoint. But the wingspan, ridiculous. It's just that health in, intrigue is there. Uh, he had a 
letter sent out to all 32 teams by his doctor saying he's good, he's clear, and some teams that he's met with have been able to take a look at that foot, um, but he hasn't worked out yet. There was some report that he was going to work out in mid-April. Obviously, mm. that hasn't emerged yet, so I'm not sure if teams have seen him run or anything or what he is physically capable of doing now, but the upside there because of his size is remarkable. But there is that strange dynamic of to what you asked Will, which is the comfortable pick mm-hmm. versus an ego plays into that with teams as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. It's like last year you had Hutchinson, who was the biggest performer at every level and went number two because Trayvon Walker had the upside. Yes. That could be this one. I'll throw one more name in here because we did the Will Anderson interview and he was fantastic. Yep. We talked so much about Jalen Carter. Nolan Smith out of Georgia mm. is really interesting. He didn't start at some points last year for the Georgia Bulldogs because they had so much talent on the defensive side of the ball. He's being talked about as a top 10 pick. I have him as number eight nearby to the Atlanta Falcons. Not the biggest guy, yet ran a 4-3-9-40 as a pass rusher. Is an amazing interview. Was the number one high school recruit in the country when he went to Georgia. And yet at UGA was never the guy. It was Jalen Carter. It was, of course, Trayvon Walker and Quay Walker and N'Kobe Dean. And you had all the guys last year. It's one of those deals where are you is that a knack, is it a knock that you never were the guy or is it one of these that well there's just so many guys and they're winning games by 40 points how do we even know how to evaluate them mm. what would you say you watched them play there's so many guys there are so many guys and that was actually what was hard about getting to know George's defense is mm-hmm. because they're constantly rotating in and out no one's putting like insane three four downs on tape because Kirby Smart just rifles them in there so I actually think defensively it is hard unless you're the Nicobe Dean type where you were the brains of you the whole operation year, yeah. and you were calling the play it was hard for guys to stay in. Interesting. Top 10 pick. One of the guys is yeah, top right. 10. But he's top fresh. 10. I want you to be the guy amongst mm. the guys. guys. Jalen Carter last year was – everyone was talking about Trayvon Walker and mm-hmm. Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah. just wait. Jalen Carter's better than all of them. Jalen oh. Carter's better than all of them. Like, he's that good. So mm. you have that – but there's stuff off the field that is real. It's backyard barbecue season. So light up the charcoal or fire up the propane and throw some burgers on the grill. Some people like cheeseburgers, others like hamburgers, and people will argue about pickles until the cows come home. But there's one thing that needs no debate. Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. You add Hellman's, and boom, next level burgers, it's that easy. And then there's the side that every backyard burger cries out for, potato salad. Do you want to know the best secret ingredient? You've probably already guessed it, Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. There are two kinds of potato salad, deliciously irresistible, rich and creamy potato salad and potato salad made without Hellman's. It's up to you what you want to serve. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellman's.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Toyota Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect way to get to the dog park. Oh, that's the vet's office. It's okay, Lulu. We can go to the park after this. That's a relief. You were so good in there. Let's get you a treat, too. Backseat besties. It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Think about the but, shoes yeah. that Jalen Hurts had to fill yeah, when yeah. he was drafted to the Eagles and backed up Carson Wentz and then became the guy. We've got details on his extension from our very own Ian Rappaport. A monumental day for the Philadelphia Eagles, a historic day. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have agreed to terms on a five-year, $255 million contract extension, making this statement very clear. Jalen Hurts is, in fact, the franchise quarterback for the Eagles now and in the future. Some of the details of this deal, five years, $255, $51 million average per year. That makes him the highest paid player in the NFL based on the new money average, $179 million plus in guarantees, $110 million fully guaranteed. Hurts also, and this is important, gets the first no-trade clause in Eagles history, so he is in control of his own future on this deal, which pays him through 2028. Also, and this is worth noting, it is historic because his agent, Nicole Lynn, now is the largest deal ever done by a female agent in sports history. All in all, a day where everyone can walk away smiling, and no doubt, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts can walk into the future together. Yeah, in emoji talk, they're smiling, and then there's that smiley face with a little cash dollar sign coming out of the tongue. That's what Jalen Hurts gets to just have a signature be now. Here's his agent, Nicole Lynn, making history, enjoying the moment. On January 13th, she tweeted out an urgent request for a truck that carries lots of cash. And then yesterday, she said she was able to fulfill that need. All good, found a Brinks truck. Congratulations, Jalen Hurts, and of course, Nicole Lynn. Uh, it's a historic day. You know, another uh, young black quarterback, a female black agent. It's really cool scenario for them to be working together. Here's uh, how it ranks, though. The Eagles making Jalen Hurts the highest paid NFL player ever in terms of yearly average dollars. Jalen's $51 million, uh, just edges out Aaron Rodgers by 700000 So this extension grabbed the attention, really, of the whole league, uh, and it was well-received. It was it felt appropriate for what the Eagles wanted to accomplish. But what do we think this deal really means for the quarterback market, not just for today, but how we see the numbers moving forward? Peter? I look at two different buckets here. I look at the Burrow-Herbert bucket, and then I look at the Lamar bucket. I'm going to tackle the Burrow-Herbert sure. market. Uh, they, they're going to get more than him. They have to get more than him mm -hmm. because that's just how this is going, and I don't think they're necessarily going to have agents who are like, we'll take less. That said, Justin Herbert might be made up of a different type of uh, material saying, give me the highest dollar. I know that sounds like that's that, may, but you know what? His agents, they might not be made up of that thing. So everyone's saying right now, Burrow doesn't need the most money. He's the team guy. And Herbert, why won't one of these guys take a Tom Brady deal? Because that's just not how it goes anymore. They're going to demand the most. They deserve to get the most. And it shouldn't be them who falls on the sword and take less. That said, the Bengals and Chargers, historically as franchises, are not the Cowboys and the Rams and the Eagles. Jeffrey Lurie is a different owner than maybe the Spanos family is as far as spending on a quarterback or <laughs> Mike Brown and Katie Blackburn and what they're doing in Cincinnati. I'm fascinated because these two franchises, historically family-run businesses, have done things the right way, but have also seen quarterbacks that they have had go and take on a different, different Philip Rivers didn't end things great in San Diego. And, of course, we know that, obviously, Carson Palmer didn't end things mm -hmm. right with Cincinnati. Like, let's see how things go uh, with both of these guys because it, it's not going to get ugly if they get paid and this gets handled. But I think Hurt sets the, the line here, and let's see if these two franchises can do right and get their guys here and here in whatever order. I, 
I think both of them are incredible ambassadors of the sport, mm -hmm. Burrow and Herbert, and I think they deserve to get paid. They deserve to get paid as much, if not more, than Jalen Hurts. Mm. It's time to get those deals done already. The clock is already ticking. How do you mess this up? You know, I mean, you get, let's get it done. <laughs> um, I, I think how long, much longer after you saw the Jalen Hurts news did you think about Lamar Jackson? Because for me... It was like five seconds. It, it was, I almost thought about him before I thought about Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. I find him so fascinating, and I was fascinated yesterday. What is he thinking watching this? So the news comes out at 11 a.m. right on the dot, the Pelissero tweet and the Rappaport tweet. At 11.18 a.m., amidst this Twitter explosion, Lamar tweets this. This is 18 minutes after the news breaks. He says, that man caught the boogeyman. He's reacting to a gentleman who caught a huge fish. And he's online looking at a giant fish picture and be like, wow, that's a funny fish picture. <laughs> Lamar, what do you think about the largest contract in NFL history going to one of your contemporaries, going to someone who started roughly half the games you have, who does not have an MVP like you have? That's the real big fish, right? It's you. You're the one. I, I just look at this and I say, is there any way we could crack this steely resolve that Lamar has to stand for whatever he stands for, whether it be some sort of symbolism or some sort of number, and say, all right, enough. I'm sitting here watching these guys do these things and make these incredible dollars, and I don't have any of it. If we're going to operate under the idea that, let's just say, that, that Lamar has said, I want Deshaun Watson's money. I want that guaranteed money. If we're assuming that. You know, Jalen Hurst just got $50 million less than Deshaun Watson guaranteed. And Lamar, he has $140 million more than you. Let's do this thing. Let's call the Ravens. Let's say, you know, I, I'm thinking of this and I'm seeing this money and I, I feel like I have a change of heart. And you know what? I, I, if I have this other human emotion, maybe Lamar, maybe you reach out to Nicole Lynn, this agent. Maybe you do. Because whatever your reasons are for not having an agent, which we don't know, I can only assume it's because it stands for something, either symbolically or it's player empowerment. And I respect all that. She also stands for something. She is a woman in a male-dominated industry and a woman of color who took a shot, who landed Jalen Hurts. There's something really powerful in that. So maybe if you could step back from your stance on not having a rep representative and go for someone who is also cutting their own path, maybe that would make it more palatable for you. And maybe we get this deal done by the end of the week. So it's your business, it's your money, but you got guys out there who have not accomplished what you have individually or team-wise who are making crazy money, and you're sitting there looking at a tender whether or not to sign it for one year and hope you don't get hurt. It's a football shame, and it's more pronounced now that we have his contemporaries signing the huge deals what they deserve, and he should too. Call the Ravens. Call an agent. Let's get this thing done. It's over with. I'm tired of talking about it. You should be paid like Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Whenever I hear the Lamar talk, because to your point, yesterday... He signs this deal, and automatically it's overshadowed by all the Lamar Jackson talk. And mm. you see different insiders like, well, you look at Jalen Hurts' deal, and the Ravens offered Lamar this amount of guaranteed, and that I can't stand. Okay. I absolutely hate that because we sit there as an audience, and we see whoever tweets it, and we're like, wow, wow, they offered Lamar that. And it's, I'm like, at what point did an offer become factoid and it's sent to the NFLPA and the numbers are released? Yes, when Jalen Hurts signs his contract, then we know exactly what the offers, what the injuries, injury guarantees are, guaranteed that signing and all these fancy terms we put on it. We have no idea what structure of any deal that Baltimore offered Lamar Jackson. True. And if we do, then let's put it out there and now we can compare the two and say, all right, maybe this is why he should have signed it or this is why he shouldn't have signed it. And all along throughout the Lamar Jackson 
saga, I have said this is a unique opportunity to me because I've been around so many players. For years, we sit there and we say, why don't we have guaranteed contracts? We look at other leagues and we say, all right, the NBA, they have fully guaranteed contracts. Hockey, Major League Baseball, Mm -hmm. why don't we have it? And I said this was a a unique opportunity for quarterbacks in our league. Lamar Jackson, um, Jalen Hurts just signed his deal, Herbert, Burrow. If these guys band together, they can demand that and teams would be forced to pay it. Jalen Hurts just signed a phenomenal deal yesterday. People can say, oh, you're going back. No, Jalen Hurts signed a deal that pays him a ton of money. I can't sit there and say, all right, you should do this, you should do that. I do think it was an opportunity for these guys to come together and do that. Whether he wants to do that or not, it's totally up to him. But I'm not going to fault Lamar Jackson, where if he is saying that and he is standing on that line saying, hey. Is he, though? I have he no ever idea. said that? Like, this I'm, is my fight? He's never, he's never said uh-huh. that. We've, we've, Kyle, you've said that numerous times. We have no we don't idea know what, what he's asking for. We just assume it. I have no idea what he's asking for. But Burrow could come back and say, you know what? Deshaun Watson got $230 million guaranteed. I want at least that fully guaranteed, whatever the case may be. But when you ask what does this Jalen Hurts deal do for whether it's Lamar Jackson or these other quarterbacks, I think it says that, hey, there's not going to be a fully guaranteed deal. Owners are saying, no, like, I'm not going to go to Deshaun Watson's deal. I'm going to go to the latest one. Jalen Hurts just signed a deal. Hey, we'll pay you more. Hey, he got 179 guaranteed. We'll pay you 184, whatever the case may be. So I think that kind of becomes the one that we look at, the mm-hmm. standard for the quarterbacks that remain, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. So I think it does kind of change the narrative of Do what we went Jalen through this Hurts entire offseason. cut the legs of Lamar Jackson a little bit by taking less than the fully guaranteed? Yeah, I think it's changed the story. Whether you want to phrase it, cut the legs, however you do, I think he was able to point to Deshaun Watson. I think now you have to look at the deal and say, well, hey, Jalen Hurts is the one that's comparable at this point. Because the contract that Cleveland gave their quarterback now still remains on an island of, yeah. at times, seems ridiculousness. And if there was another one like it, then it doesn't sit alone in such a strange anomaly in the league. If it becomes the norm, then that helps if that is what Lamar Jackson is arguing for, that helps his yeah. case as opposed to this one. But regardless, Jalen Hurts, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Your Philadelphia Eagles, you got mm-hmm. your guy for the next five mm-hmm. years. <laughs> Joining us in studio is one of the top prospects available at next week's NFL draft. He's an edge rusher out of Alabama, arguably the best defensive player in the draft this year. He is Will Anderson Jr. Yeah. 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 Thank you, you. thank you. (laughs) Look at that smile. Awesome. First time in New York. Welcome to the set. Welcome to the city. We appreciate you being here in the flesh. Uh, But you're a Georgia boy through and through. You Mm -hmm. grew up just a couple hours away. We're just going to cut right to it. You go to Alabama, but you had Georgia bed sheets growing up. You had Georgia Mm. pajamas. Mm. The Bulldogs, they didn't need you on campus. How'd that make you feel early on in your recruitment as a football player? Oh, I'm not going to lie. Um... It hurt a little bit. It hurt a little mm-hmm. bit just because, you know, you grow up a Georgia boy and, you know, you dream of that as a little kid going to, you know, hometown. But uh, I feel like it just it pushed me. It gave me some motivation. Like we used to be in the locker room. I remember my freshman year we played Georgia. Big chat was like, and that's why they ain't want you. Mm. That's why you're here. Yeah. They ain't want yeah. you. Yeah. And it just fueled me up even more. So everything turned out fine. So mm-hmm. it was all a blessing. Mm-hmm. Man, it's awesome to have you on I here. Mean, I'm so excited for you and your family and this huge opportunity, obviously, going into the NFL. 
you come from a big family, five sisters, and you're the youngest. What was that like growing up? How did it fuel your competitive nature and just help you grow as a person? Yes, sir. So, I mean, basically, like, we competed in everything around the house. Like, I was like, who can eat the food the fastest? Yeah, yeah. Who can uh, run up the stairs the fastest? <laughs> who can tip to, like, stuff like that? So, I mean, I feel like that just all translated to all the sports we played because we were always competitive with ourselves. But, you know, like I said, I used to take, like, just different parts of their game, um, the good things, and put it into my game. Like, all my sisters were very competitive when they played their sports. They all did a really good job. So, I'm very appreciative of all of them. They pushed me. They stay on my neck. They're probably my hardest critic. So mm. Now, did they used to beat you growing up <laughs> Ooh. in the competitions? Ooh. Ooh, Jason, we want stop being a dryer. I ain't going to lie. When I was a little boy, when we played basketball, they used to get me because they was way <laughs> bigger than me, thicker than me. So they used to just <laughs> <laughs> and go shoot hoops. But uh, as far as like running and stuff like that, because we lived in the cul-de-sac. So sure. I used to run around oh, the cul-de-sac yeah. like it was a track. But yeah. I would always win because I was smaller and I could move a little faster. But <laughs> basketball, they got me. Yeah, wait. Jamie mentioned, did they really put you in a dryer? You're yes. What, what's <laughs> <laughs> they turned that thing on and put it on. No, no, they, they, they didn't. They didn't turn it on. They just put me in there. So like, they knew I was scared to go. Like in our old house where we used to live, they knew yeah. I was scared to go downstairs, and that's where our washer and dryer was. Yeah. So they literally just grabbed me, took me downstairs, and put me in the dryer. And my mom was looking for me, and I was end up in the dryer. So. Wow. Right, better than the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, look, we go through Alabama lore, and you could mention Derek Thomas or Marcel Darius yeah. or Quinnen Williams. I mean, they've had so many top, top players. All went high in the draft, but you finished your career ranked second in both tackles and tackles, uh, sacks and tackles for a loss, and both of those were behind Derek Thomas. What makes a great pass rusher, in your opinion, and what's it mean to represent Alabama as a great pass rusher. Yeah, most definitely. I feel like all those guys paved the way for, you know, the upcoming, you know, defensive guys that's there. You know, they've sacrificed so much to help us be in positions like that. Um, just to be an elite edge rusher like that, you just have to have a relentless mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to always want to go out the quarterback. You want to always have to give effort, beat guys, and just train. I think that's the biggest thing I learned is training and getting to the quarterback. Um, but just to be behind somebody like that, like Derek Thomas, it's, it's a blessing, man. Like, you know, you know, like when I first got to Alabama, I was like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just here. I'm just going to work hard. But then, like, you start making history and you start getting behind guys like that. Like, that's nothing but a blessing. And it's, you know, I just give all thanks to, you know, my, my, my teammates, my coaches and, you know, my family because, you know, they pushed me every day and they believed in me to help me get that way. Mm. The highlights are so good. So right, good. so good. We're in 31. 31. I love cool. that number. You're going to do that in the pro You love that number That's for real? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Watching no. that on 31. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Reggie Miller? What's 31? 31. Why 31? <laughs> They gave it to me. Yeah, Look, yeah. I saw my he's old, like, I'm not rocking 31. My old coaches, he's he's like one of those old school coaches. He was like, you just make the number. It doesn't matter yeah, what yeah, the yeah, yeah, you yeah, get. Yeah. Just go out there and do something with it. So I was like, okay, coach, I got you. So. Yeah, yeah. And you so, did. He <laughs> did. And he made it. And now 31 looks cool. First time in New York. Have you had a slice of New York pizza yet? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I got a recommendation for you. No. Great pizza spot. Don't listen to him. No, I'm serious. Sabaro. <laughs> it's an authentic slice. It's great. Peter, what are you shaking your head at? That's a place you go in the morning. It's going to be nasty. Everybody's shaking their head. Trust me, these guys have never been in New York. I'm going to go to McDonald's. What, you yeah. got something wrong with it? I'm just saying. Your um, you're an avid fisherman, yeah. okay? You you learned how to fish from your grandmother, and we're hearing that you used to play hooky from school and go to the local fishing hole with one of your uncles. What's the biggest fish you ever caught? Give us a fish story. Oh, the biggest fish I ever caught? Yeah. Mm. Stetson Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, it what probably would you fish for? 
I fished for like bass, yeah. catfish, brim, crappie. So probably when we went to West Point, Georgia, it was crappie season, and we were just pulling them left and right. That's probably the biggest fish I ever caught. Was Is like that right? Crappie. But we don't know how much it weighed, but it was probably almost the size of my hand, but probably a little. It's pretty big. Are there parallels you see between fishing and football? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I think the biggest thing, like working on patience mm. and just you know, in due time, because that's for me, like. I've been working on my patience and like fishing is a really oh. good thing because when I was younger, like me and my dad used to go fishing and I just, just used to stay at the bank and just catch all the little baby fish. Yeah. And, and I get super mad and he'll like 10 minutes go by and he'll pull a fish about this big out. And I'm like, man, I'm not waiting that long for no fish. I'd rather just catch these fish right here. But then just on the football side of it, you know, a lot's going to be happening. And you just got to stay patient and wait for your turn, mm-hmm. wait for your moment. Wait for your play and everything like that. If we turn into the NFL draft a little bit, a little make a little bit of information from the football side of it here. Have you met with the Houston Texans at all? Yes, I have. How'd that meeting with D'Amico Ryan's go? It went really good. He's a Bama guy, so it was really fired up just being in the room, talking to him. Great coach, great guy. Um, they're going to do unbelievable stuff there. How about the Arizona Cardinals, the third overall pick? You meet Jonathan Gannon and those guys yet? Uh, well, I met them at uh, um, the, the combine, combine and okay. talked with them. It was great, too. Really great. All right. What about, um, you know, we've been, we have the papers and all the research and all your teammates, but, you know, Bryce Young is obviously drumming up a lot of conversation. Tell us what it's like to go against him because you practiced against yeah. him. You know his height. You know what's in here. Yeah. You know what's coming out of his hand. What's it, what, are, what is he going to be like at the next level? Yeah, I'm super excited for Bryce. I mean, he's a big competitor. Going against him at practice every day was really fun. And honestly, like, I never even looked at his height as an issue. Yeah. Like, even when he got on campus, even when I met him at the All-American game, or just being like in practice or anything like that, he's always handled it really well. Um, he does an outstanding job of making sure that he's prepared, you know what I'm saying, for everything. So just his IQ for the game is excellent. But he's a great teammate, a great brother, um, a great friend. So I mean, I can't say enough good things about uh, Bryce. He does a really good job of, you know, helping us, hoping um, the coaching staff, he does a lot of good stuff with them too. So he's going to be really excellent at the next level. Mm-hmm. Was there trash talking going on between him and the defense throughout some of those practices and training camp yeah. and all that? Is he a big trash talker? All the time. Ooh. All the time. But don't let him fool you. Like, he come over with this, like, real, like, nice guy. But when we get between those lines, he's going to talk a little bit here and there. I love Look at that pass. Look at that pass. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Well, let me ask you from, again, the draft standpoint, what what would your response be to people who say, you're the safe pick? You're the pick. You're the safe pick. But if you want the big swing, you go with the Texas Tech kid. Or if you want a big blue chip, you go with Jalen Carter. Your response to being the safe pick, which sounds awfully comfortable and nice. Yeah, for me, I mean, I really don't buy into all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, at the end of the day, I know what type of person I am. I know what type of player I am. Um, All of those guys are good guys. Um, But for me, I just try to go out there and be Will Anderson. It's not a safe pick. It's the right pick. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's just humbly speaking. I worked yeah. my butt off to be in this position. God has blessed me so much and favored over my life so much. So, I'm super excited to be here, and I'm ready for the next chapter. Ah! That's a, that's a, that right there is the tweet. Yeah. It's yeah. not a safe pick. It's the, the right, right pick. pick. Draft Will Anderson. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm going to tweet it right now. <laughs> the other, I like so it. I had the opportunity a couple weeks ago to go down to your home, and we did an interview in Tuscaloosa. And the other anecdote I really loved in our conversation was how you said, I love the game of football, but I also think the game of football loves me. How much do you think that plays into just your future in the NFL? Yeah, I think it plays into it a lot. You know what I'm saying? With this game, it comes with a lot of sacrifices, a lot of time, and a lot of preparation. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to get you're not going to uh, get what you put out. So I think that's when you say the game loves you a lot. Like It's going to show you love and you're doing everything the right way. Mm. No doubt about it. I love that. And I've, I've, I played 13 years in the league and to hear a guy coming in young with that type of mindset, there's going to be adversity, there's going to be transition and all of that. 
is there a certain city where you're like, hey, I would love to go there as close to my family, this, that, and the third? Or is it kind of just like, hey, draft me as high as possible. I'm going to come in and dominate. That part. <laughs> <laughs> that last part. And that is the correct answer. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Well, Will, I know uh, we sold you on coming in for this part of it, but now you got to play a game with us in the next segment, all right? Okay, We're going to hang around. You can take off your satchel. Okay. Too. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. That's Louis B. Will Anderson, Jr., staying with us here on Good Morning Football. We're going to play a game. We drummed up for him. I know. Here he goes. The competitor is coming out. Go put Will in the dryer. <laughs> it's backyard barbecue season, so light up the charcoal or fire up the propane and throw some burgers on the grill. Some people like cheeseburgers, others like hamburgers, and people will argue about pickles until the cows come home. But there's one thing that needs no debate. Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. You add Hellman's and boom, next level burgers, it's that easy. And then there's the side that every backyard burger cries out for, potato salad. Do you want to know the best secret ingredient? You've probably already guessed it, Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. There are two kinds of potato salad, deliciously irresistible, rich and creamy potato salad and potato salad made without Hellman's. It's up to you what you want to serve. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellman's.com. Donna and her friends were excited to check out a new spot for game night in her Toyota Camry until they arrived and realized that this particular game night was bingo night. B14. So Donna and her friends regrouped in the Camry and plotted a winning move to a mini golf course for some tried and true fun. Competitive drives. It's a Camry vibe. The all-hybrid Toyota Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What's up? We're back on Good Morning Football. We have the honor to be joined this morning by Alabama edge rusher, standout yeah. Will Anderson Jr. Buddy, what's going on? We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I so, appreciate it. Will and I go way back. In my time at CBS, I covered a dozen of his games at Alabama when I was uh, on the sideline in the SEC. And a couple weeks ago, I was able to sit down with not only Will, but his family at their home in Georgia for a feature that you're going to see next week on NFL Network. But here's a little sneak peek on Good Morning Football. I'll be in my zone, but when the first group go out, like the specialty, that's kind of like when I turn it on and I start like getting ready to get myself ready for the game. Can you say anything to yourself? They don't respect you. That's when I always say to myself. <laughs> but that's what I say more, but that's my line. Like I say like, they don't respect you, 31. They don't know who you are, 31. And it's just how I get myself going. Hmm. That line of questioning came from a little story that you and I always share, which is, you know, we meet Will in the production meeting and he's this Will that you're seeing on TV, but I have a memory of Will walking by me on a sideline. It was the captains. Bryce, Will, who else was a captain? I think Mechie and Phil. John Mechie and Phil Mathis. They walked by me and I felt like Will looked through me. His eyes Mm. were like a thunderstorm. He was a different human. So we're sitting in his locker and I'm like, how do you get to that point? And that's where that they don't respect you. Mm -hmm. You Do you know that person on that video? It's a totally different person. Yeah, it's a different switch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to have a little fun with Will this morning, uh, playing off your first name. Will I will or I won't? You ready? Yeah. All right, series of questions, statements. We're going to respond with I will do it or I won't do it. Here we go. Do a celebration after your first career NFL sack. Will you or won't you? I will do it. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's it going to be? What will it be? I think it's going to be the fishing one. 
Oh, okay. the fishing one. Show us. I gotta show you all right now. Yeah. Let me see. What, what, what would you? What would put you, you on the spot. So it's just like a. Yeah. <laughs> do you do well, it at good. the quarterback on the ground? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that's a fine. That's talking. Yeah. So you don't have to like bait the hook or anything. It's just the, the cast, and then just. And then, <clears throat> I like that. Very right good. Right Great. Yeah. Right, what's yours? Number oh, two. Sorry. Throw a fish back in after catching it. Will you do that? I won't. No. I take all my prizes with me. Okay. <laughs> and then you put it on the grill. Well, we just. Fry them up or fillet them. Okay. There you go. Let's go. Delicious. All right. Now, this is this is one that can be controversial. Are you that Georgia is the best high school football state? I will. Mm. It is. Really? We got Florida on line. I was about too. to say. Okay. Yeah. Right. Texas is here. You may be living there soon. <laughs> here are some, who are the Georgia. guys from your, your years at Georgia high school football? Who are some of the talent that are in the league now? In the league now? Or in the college game. Make the case. Uh, we got Brian Branch, Jamil Burroughs, mm. Javion Baker. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? There's a lot of Georgia guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really like when I was getting recruited. I didn't really like know everybody's yeah. name for real, but I just know it's some. We got some, great some dogs. Guys. Cam out Newton. Out <laughs> there we go. Right. Cam Newton, College Park it's finest. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Mm-hmm. I will. Mm. You will say that. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, I got a chance to be coached by him. So I've seen what he did every day. And mm-hmm. He always takes that next step to make sure that he's prepared on a strict schedule, tight schedule, make sure that everything is going the right way. But he also loves his players and for his players. Is there a funny side to Saban? We always see the serious <laughs> side. <Is laughs> yes, it is. Actually, it is. He's just he's like, I think it's just he got to warm up to him. You got you to warm up to him. And yeah, it is, though. He, he, okay. he makes yeah. little jokes here and there. So uh, we're in the Wild West right now in the NFL with jersey numbers. Mm-hmm. We talked earlier how you were 31, a little unconventional for a passport. You can really choose anything. You can even choose zero. So I will or I won't wear 31 on Sundays. I won't. You won't? You got a digit in mind? I'm thinking about going back to 28. 28? That's my old number. I love that. Oh, that's that. cool. That is high, high, high school. That's my high school. Like all my like all my life, I've always been number twenty eight, but I couldn't get it at Alabama because somebody had it. In ah. high school, did you play offense as well, or just straight defense in twenty eight? Just straight defense. I like it. All right. Well, listen. Wow. You go to Houston. I think ninety nine is off the table. Pretty much everything else you can get. <laughs> uh, I will or I won't uh, do an impression of Nick Saban. I won't. Why not? <laughs> I have the worst one. That's really. Who what makes it so one? bad? Uh, Jordan Battle. Yeah. Good yeah. One. What makes a good Saban impression? Uh, probably just being like him, like mm. just like him, or just being around him. Well, the easy way to do it is to do the ites in the middle of like, the <laughs> yeah. like we're gonna get back to that quarterback. I say the word program as program, like yep. Joey Molinaro, yep. just nut nails it every time. Is there right. a point? Is there a point with a coach like Saban where he gets after people so much that you just end up laughing at it? When oh, he's kind of coming at you. Yes, oh, really? yes, yes. <laughs> like, when he get on somebody, we like, oh, this we already know. And then when she starts seeing him more and more, he's like, that dude can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be attending the NFL draft? Yes, sir. Will I or won't I give Roger Goodell one of those big, oh, good giant bear hugs on the stage? Oh, I will. Yeah. I'm going to be pumped up. Oh, <laughs> that's good. I can't wait for that. And all your sisters are going, right? Yes. Uh, I, your, your family will or won't get kicked out of the NFL draft for hooting and hollering too loud. <laughs> that's it. You're a little bit scared that that's going to happen, I think. Do I have to answer that one? Yeah. <laughs> You say, I hope they won't. Hope is they there won't. a laundry facility at the draft? Yeah, yeah there's a dryer there. I stay away from that. 
Uh, right. What about what about the whole outfit thing? You ready? You you're oh, yeah. locked and loaded. You got the yeah. suit already ready. picked out. Already picked out. Uh-huh. It's in the works. Mm. I'm excited about it. Okay. Gonna fly. It's gonna be fly. Is it gonna have a pattern like these pants? No, I ain't gonna have a pattern okay. like these pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? I I, I will or I won't. Um, be too big and too famous for Good Morning Football once I make a, a bunch of Pro Bowls and win Super Bowls. Oh, I won't. Yeah! Coming back, baby. Guys. He's coming back. It's video. Right Pull the clip. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, he is Will Anderson. You're going to hear his name next week called in Kansas City at the end of the week. And you'll also see this an awesome draft feature we're going to have on him here yes. on NFL Network coming up ahead of the draft. Thanks for coming in, man. We appreciate you. Thank you for Good having luck. me. Stay nice to meet you, dude. Yeah. 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 Right yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish Shop now at a store near you. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places.